Hey everyone, Matt McDonald, Senior Loan Officer at Premier Mortgage Lending. I'm here with the first episode of the PML Podcast with a very special guest, Sarah Buckley uh, from Elevate. Her, she is the founder and owner of Elevate. She started her own company after you know working in the corporate world for a while, probably like 10 years, give or take. We'll find out exactly how long. Uh, but she's got a great story. Um, she really has a nice, uh, great personality, something that a lot of people can resonate with. Um, so I'm excited for everyone to learn about you. So hi, Sarah. Welcome. Hi, Matt. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here and to see what comes up in our conversation today. Yeah, definitely. So tell everyone, who who is Sarah Buckley? You know, where you're from, what schools you go to, all that, you know, background stuff. Yeah, so I grew up in the area. I grew up in Atkinson. I have lived in New Hampshire my whole life. Mm -hmm. And um, you have went to local schools here, Mm -hmm. went to UNH, UNH graduate. And now I am still in the communities Mm -hmm. and... I am a life coach and yeah. also teach yoga. Awesome. Yeah. That is fantastic. What did you study at UNH? I studied communications and social sciences. So a lot of some minors in social sciences, psych- yeah. psychology and sociology, and okay. also business and marketing. Okay. So yeah, it kind of, you know, yeah. it translates over um, yeah. a little bit anyway. So that's actually interesting because usually I feel like people will go from me, accounting, to sales that it's very different yeah. right so it just, sometimes i hear that so that that's that's interesting to know that it did kind of translate over um but then in terms of you know after college what, what, what were you doing like did you go right into marketing did you go like into like obviously yeah. corporate like what what did you go after college yeah i actually started at a startup so yeah. i worked in digital marketing i was like the first member of the marketing team mm-hmm. at a startup that called Blink, Mm -hmm. and that company got acquired by Amazon eventually, so went from, uh, there was a lot of entrepreneurship, Mm -hmm. a lot of building the business from the ground up, from a digital perspective, from a brand perspective, so I learned a lot, uh, which was amazing, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and had a good mentor, and then from there, once the company got acquired by Amazon, I was a couple of years into my career, so I was able to develop skills, uh, come into a more of a leadership position. Mm-hmm. And then Amazon, it was a much different field than a startup. Mm-hmm. Obviously, one of the biggest companies right. in the world. <laughs> right. Um, and then th- from there, I grew my marketing career. I stayed there for several years. Yep. And then most recently, started working at Reebok. Yeah. Uh, Actually, just in 2021. Right. Uh, but I didn't end up staying there that, yeah. <laughs> that long. Right. Yeah. Very clearly. Yeah. Uh, you, you weren't there for too long. But that's interesting to know that. Was that f- with Blink? Was that your first marketing job ever? Or did you intern through college? Or Yeah, I had a marketing internship okay. uh, throughout college. And I was like, it was this nice balance between like creativity mm-hmm. and like that operations, like strategic role. So Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, there's something here for me. Like, I like this work. I like figuring out how to get from point A to point B uh, and being like a full part of that customer life cycle or or Mm -hmm. customer funnel. Right, right. I think that's actually pretty interesting that the first like real full-time gig you had, it was essentially just you on the team. So you essentially out of the gate had to run a department. Yeah. Essentially. Right. So you got to like really learn, I feel like, how to manage people probably at that point in time. I don't know if that's accurate, but that's what it seems like anyway. Yeah. And it's it's interesting, too, because you think about like the type of company you want to work at. Like you come out of college and my internship was like a mid-sized company. Mm-hmm. So when people are like, oh, do you want to work at a big company or yeah. a small company? It's like, how do I how know do I know? what I want to work at? Like I've never like done so, this before. And they're so different. So and they're like, so different. Yeah. 
Uh, I didn't know at the time, but I really enjoyed working at a small company, and mm-hmm. I didn't realize how much I liked that until I worked at a large company. Yeah, yeah, you don't really see the differences. Um, like I had it, all accounting internships throughout college, and same thing. I went from small companies to you know big four accounting firms mm-hmm. to kind of mid-sized company where. I got to see all of it, and it's yeah. so drastically different in good and bad ways, right? It's not all totally. bad ways, right? There's a lot of there's a lot of pros for big companies. There's a lot of pros for smaller companies, uh, but you really get to see the difference in like when you start with a startup. How it's like usually it's like ten people in a room, and you're like, okay, how do we build this? Yeah, thing? Like, to yeah. me, that's so much more fun. <laughs> yeah, me too. And I I didn't realize that I was like, oh, it's definitely working, but then I didn't realize that it was working so well until it wasn't working when I was yeah. at a bigger company, right? And right. I think that it can have a lot to do with like your personality. Type. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to be in a smaller group, if you want to have, you know, a wide focus, you mm-hmm. want to get your hands dirty into all the different types of things, be right. a little scrappy, right? Uh, just make it work. Yeah. Uh, then you're gonna feel like you have a purpose within that company, right? And I'm sure that you get that here at Premier yeah. Mortgage. It's like you can be a part of many things and see what you like to do, see what mm-hmm. you don't like to do. And you can really lean into what you do like to do and right. know that that can make an impact in the business that you're in, where as that larger company, you are learning from you know really brilliant people yeah. that are really specialized in what they do, but maybe you're not feeling like you're making as big of an impact mm-hmm. that you want to. Right, and I would definitely agree with that because there's obviously massive mortgage companies out there that – you know, you could close a lot of business in here, right? Or just in general, yeah. but to them, you're just another loan officer, right? And unless you're the top loan officer in the country, like you're just another one. Mm-hmm. Where here, we're smaller. Um, and, you know, if you, cl- you close a decent amount of business here, it's like, hey, you know, it's you feel appreciated, right? You actually feel it's rewarding because you're yeah. helping this company grow and hopefully become in the future something bigger. So like, you feel like you're actually part of something. It's not just like you're just padding more people's pockets over and over and over again. Like yeah. you're actually can grow with a company. Yeah. And I think you're correct, right? It depends on your personality. Some people, they just they don't want to essentially go through that, right? They don't want to be part of a buildup. They just want something that's already there, which is totally fine. Yeah. Um, but, you know, from your background and the entrepreneurial mindset makes sense when you've essentially started in that small cap company. Yeah. Um, it really makes sense now why you got that mindset the way that you have it right now. So, so Yeah, and there's no right or wrong. It's just like what works for you, right. like what feels good for you. Right, right. And so for those that don't know, me and Sarah do CrossFit together. Um, how long have you been doing that for? Because I think that for me, shaped me a lot. So I don't yeah. know how it felt about it with you, but for me, it shaped me a lot. So how long have you been, how long have you been doing CrossFit for? I think about eight years. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I'm the <laughs> I same actually way. haven't thought about that in a while. I think it's eight years. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. started in October 14th, so yeah. eight and a half, give or okay, take. Okay, so maybe, maybe closer to nine. <laughs> <laughs> and it's wild to think about. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, like, so, you know, for, for me, CrossFit taught me a lot of resiliency, a lot of, you know, Life isn't all physical. Life isn't all you can have all the skills in the world, but you know, mentally, you have to really push past what a lot of people are willing to do. Um, how do you feel again? If it did, how do you feel like it kind of shaped you or helped you know yeah. become that building block for you for, for what you are right now? It definitely it was a huge part of it, yeah, like a big foundation, yeah, because I knew that I. When I was younger, I think it was in college, so I started at the end of college. Mm -hmm. So I was in this phase of like, 
I didn't feel confident in who I was like being and mm-hmm. who I was becoming. I'm like, am I supposed to have this figured out? Yeah. And it's like, if you learn, I, you don't, you, you don't, and you never do, yeah. right? And it's like accepting that part. Right. But I'm like, I know I have something special to offer. Mm-hmm. I just like don't know what it is, and I don't know why I'm confident and like mm-hmm. what I'm doing. So. What CrossFit was for me was I came into it and I started to have like these physical accomplishments of like, wow, I'm really strong. Like, wow, Mm -hmm. I'm like really enjoying being a part of this community Mm -hmm. or like, wow, like I actually have a really positive mindset and like can accomplish what I set out to do. Mm -hmm. And what that did for me was made me realize that when you seek out discomfort and you seek out challenge, that you will always be rewarded like on the other side Mm -hmm. and it's like you don't need like that physical component of like over overcoming like physical challenges then turned into a mental overcoming of mental challenges and realizing like you do have value to offer you Mm -hmm. do have something to say like what you say is important Mm -hmm. and that has just like completely catapulted me yeah outside of like the workout space yeah yeah, and I think that's interesting when you say like the physical challenges help with the mental, but I think it's honestly all one and one and the same. Yeah. Um, a lot of people think that they have to be physically better to do certain things when really it's your mind that's stopping you. I truly do believe that. Um, so, you know, you're almost like callousing your mind through CrossFit of like you're just beating yourself over and over and over again. And not every day is like this 100%, I feel great, I'm going to go out and destroy yeah, the world, yeah. right? But it's those days where you're like, oh, man, like I feel at like 50%. Do I really want to go today? When you just move and you go, your body's still recognizing that you're you're, you're performing, yeah. right? And your mind is still being tested. So I think a lot of people that, you know, start CrossFit, they're like, oh, I'm so sore, I don't want to go. And it's like, no, that's when you should, again, even if it's not 100%. Like, just do something. Yeah. Um, And I mean, I think we talked about it this morning, actually. Like, oh, no, it was me and Bill. Me and Bill Bailey were talking about, like, I literally feel like 70% most days. But, like, it's not negotiable for me anymore not to go because when I come in here, when I don't go in the morning, I feel horrible. I'm just, like, I feel lazy. I feel like my day hasn't started yet. Where when I go in the morning, it's like, oh, I've already done something to accomplish you know, something in the day. I've already yeah. checked off a box in the day. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's shaped, it's shaped yeah. me tremendously. So I'm sure it was the same. The yeah. Same and, and it's like, it started out as that like really like tangible, like accomplishing goals, but mm-hmm. then it turned into like really enjoying the process of it. Mm-hmm. It's like knowing that like the reward is actually in that process, mm-hmm. in that journey. Mm-hmm. And when you can take that little nugget of like application and integrate it into other different yep. areas of your life, like, you can go so far. Yeah. I mean, it's literally building a business is the journey yeah. of it. Like if you're worried about the numbers or whatever it is, every step of the way, you're not going to see how far you've actually come. Yeah. Like, And you can have different intentions, like in different phases of your life too. Mm-hmm. Um, just like you can have different intentions in different phases of your business. It's mm-hmm. like the vision's the same, but maybe like what you're doing or how you're approaching it uh, changes a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like I know like with CrossFit, like we are still doing it, but you might have a different intention of yep. like what kind of like level you want to be at. You're right. Um, but it's really like, yeah, the intention and the energy you bring behind what you do shows up in every area of your life. And I'm yeah. very positive. Yeah. <laughs> and I teach that too. Right. Right. And it's true. And you know, I, one of the things when I used to coach there was, was I tell a lot of people how you do anything is how you do everything. Right. Yeah. If you, if you're somebody that just wakes up in the morning and you kind of just throw the sheets over the bed and that's what you call making it, like, that's what carries over for a lot of things in your life, whether you realize it or not. Mm-hmm. So like 
every little task you try to do or just do as best as you can. And it may seem ridiculous, right? And I'm not saying like take the trash out and like run to the end of the driveway and back, <laughs> yeah. but like just, yeah. you know, remembering, you know, okay, I have to do this and this and this today. Like yeah. people that's usually slip up in the middle there, there's usually other pieces that aren't that aren't connecting as yeah. well. Um, so I love that quote, but that's a lot of what I used to say too. You know, do how you do anything is literally how you're going to yeah. do every single thing in your life. Yeah, and each step matters. Like a lot of the times, like even in coaching, like you look at like the result you want in your life, and you think about how far away it feels. But yeah. it's like don't you can have you the intention of like where you're going and the mm -hmm. result you want to have, but like. What are the little tiny pieces in between? Because if you think about the faraway result, like you're not going to feel excited about it. No. You're not going to think it's possible for right. you. Right. That's you exactly. may think it's possible for you, but like maybe you're not feeling like it really is. Yeah. But it's like those little steps are what actually like, okay, a little bit of momentum, yeah. of like a 45 minute workout, a 45 minute walk. It doesn't have to be like a long, this like, crazy hour thing. Yeah. yeah, like it's just like the little bit of momentum right. and consistency that like keeps you going. Yeah. Um, and building like that capacity and excitement over, yeah. yeah, what you want. Right. I mean, buying a house is usually that a big thing for people, right? Yeah. Where uh, they see it as this massive, daunting task. So they're like, I just won't buy. Yeah. Right. Instead of figuring out, you know, how can we get there? Mm -hmm. Right. Because it does take steps. Most people don't wake up in the morning and like, I'm going to buy a house today. Right. Like mm -hmm. you do have to plan it out. Yeah, um, totally. And I, it's so like I see it very similar with clients of mine, especially first time buyers that are like, I don't know where to start. It's like, okay, well, let me help you. Right. And then we obviously like everything takes over from there. And I can tell right away from the first call if people are going to buy or not, because the ones that are like, man, this, you know, they're, they're very negative in the mindset or they're like, oh, that seems like too much money or yeah. I can't possibly do that. It's like, okay, you're never going to buy a house, yeah. right? You have to have the belief in yourself that you can pay off debt, that you can save money, that like you can do anything. And it translates again over to the gym, to businesses, to personal yeah. life. Like it translates all over, not just financially, but that's just the field that we're in. And I could totally see how it could come over on, on all yeah. ends. And, and it's like commitment. Yeah. It's like, how committed are you? It's okay if you're not don't act like you want this right. result if you're not committed. Right. And yeah. again, it's totally fine if like, you know, right now is not the time to do X, Y, or Z. But like, mm -hmm. just tell yourself that and it's yeah. totally okay. Like yeah. no one's going to judge you for it. And yeah. for, like you're going to be your hardest critique. That's the thing that again, CrossFit has taught you. Like, yeah. yeah, I feel it for me anyway, like I'm my hardest critique. I was in the gym when I was trying to compete. And then yeah. like, you look at everyone else like, oh, you did amazing. It's like, no, I, I didn't. It's, it's like, well, you did. It's just not yeah. like, you know, what your standard is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so dive back a little bit into maybe why the whole corporate structure wasn't for you. You know, what, yeah. maybe not what about it, but like, did you not feel like that sense of purpose that you were talking about? Like, what made you feel like, you know what, like, I, I may want to go down this entrepreneurial kind of life that, that, you, that now you're on? Yeah, I think that it was a couple of things. I think that I did enjoy the like smaller businesses and working at a startup. Mm -hmm. I think that actually it started, I started to see that it wasn't really for me when I actually started on my personal development and yeah. like spiritual journey yeah. of like, uh, why am I here? And, and what is my, what is, I mean, purpose is kind of sometimes a heavy word, but yeah. like, what am I what do I enjoy doing and what mm -hmm. do I want to do? Mm -hmm. And I left Amazon thinking that it was just a not a right culture fit. Mm -hmm. 
So I started and I got a marketing role at Reebok mm-hmm. and I was like, this is my dream job. Yeah. Here we go. Right. Like, this is it. This is great. And when that didn't work, uh, or by didn't work, I mean, it just didn't feel right. Yep. Like it was like, this is just not where I want to be. Right. Uh, I realized that I am in a career that it might not be like the career for me, mm-hmm. but I know that I just have a bigger purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I started teaching yoga and, and kind of went along that route, mm-hmm. that's when I opened up to a more conscious lifestyle. Yep. And once you kind of see something or learn something, it's hard to like unsee it. Yeah. It's like that thing that you know is there and you're like, oh, I don't know if I want to like really listen to it. Right. Like, you know, it's like when you know you want something, mm-hmm. but you have this underlying belief like that you maybe can't get there. Yeah. Yeah. So I knew that. I was here for that reason to lead people, mm-hmm. to impact people, to have them see and live a more conscious lifestyle. And it was hard to see that in corporate America yeah. and not because of how like hierarchies of like bigger organizations fall. Mm-hmm. Sometimes if you're not in a leadership role, like what you say may not impact as much mm-hmm. um, just because it's a big company. Right. Right. That so makes sense. I couldn't like unsee what was happening with some of the leadership. And mm-hmm. I knew that I wanted to be a part of that to like resolve that, to help people understand themselves more, yep. to help people enjoy their lives, everyday lives more, their careers more, their mm-hmm. relationships more. Mm-hmm. So I think that it was just as I was going through that process, I realized that I think I'm here for something different. Yeah. 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 And that makes total sense. Um, you know, you said that yoga kind of opened your eyes a little bit to that or at least helped when did you start teaching i started teaching in 2020 so so during pandemic during covid COVID, i actually (laughs) got i had to get my turnaround hour online yeah so i i wasn't initially thrilled about that because i wanted it to be in person i wanted Mm -hmm. to go to costa rica i wanted the whole experience but i knew that now was the time so Mm -hmm. i just made it work and started teaching at the end of 2020 yeah and haven't stopped since yeah no no that's awesome so you did you feel like that kind of propelled your your leave out of amazon i guess yeah i i do because that also had me find my voice and that i was like oh i'm not like in crossfit was like the beginning of that Mm -hmm. i'm not like this person that doesn't want to give her opinion anymore i'm not this person that like wants to kind of like hide away and just go through the motions. Yeah. Like I have something to say yeah. and gonna say uh, I'm going to say <laughs> it and it's important right. and, it, and it matters yeah. and it's for like the better of humanity. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. So then let's talk about what is, you know, what is a life coach, right? That's the kind of the role that we've kind of um, transitioned into yeah. kind of what the business is around. So let's educate people. What is a life coach, what you do, kind of how you help people, that type of stuff. Yeah, I love to just explain it simply. And yeah. like a life coach helps you get the results you want in your life. Right. And it's really about moving forward. Of course, I do a lot of work with looking at your past patterns and experiences. But mm-hmm. I'm always like, you know, like how you want a new job, but like you keep going around as to like why you haven't had a new job or a new yeah. career. That is the work we do together. Yeah. We figure out like why you want it mm-hmm. and what you need to do to get there. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it does like go back to like if you feel like you're living in like a cycle of like, oh, I like I want to save money, mm-hmm. but like you never do yeah. or like figuring out what that is. Right. And the process is always 
the same. Like it's very simple. Like mm-hmm. you, when you understand yourself better, mm-hmm. you will know why you want certain things or why you don't want certain things or why you don't already have those things that you want. Yeah. yeah. I think that's super powerful. So you're, you're essentially like peeling back the layers yeah. of, of humans to figure out, you know, their core why. Mm-hmm. And then now we're taking the steps backwards from there to figure out, okay, you know, why do you want to switch? A jo- like I want to switch my job. Okay. Well, what do you want to switch to? Why? But you're peeling it all back. Yeah, that's exactly. Pretty, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like interesting because some people will come in like, Definitely want to change jobs, want to change careers. It's just mm-hmm. not working. Yeah. And then we start to do some of that work and deconstructing, like, you know, simple things like, what is success to you? Yeah. Like, what are your values? Like, right. what do you stand for? What's your vision? What's your, you know, what do you want to experience in your life? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like, they see their current circumstance in a new way, yes. which is powerful. Yeah. It's like, it's no longer I'm victim to my circumstance, but it's like, how can I show up with what I have right now, more connected mm-hmm. to who I am? Yeah. And do you find that when you ask those things, like, you know, what are your values? What do you want in life? Like things like that, that people legitimately don't know, or like yeah. they have a really hard time. Never answering. thought about it. Like, yeah, because we go through the motions. We do, yeah. we do a lot. Like this culture is like, we do. Yeah. <laughs> we do things, we get things done. Right. <laughs> uh, we experience so much, but we don't process a lot. Mm-hmm. We don't slow down enough to say, okay, like even like in an interview, like you go for a new job or like a conversation, it's like, okay, what went well with that? Mm-hmm. What didn't go well? Mm-hmm. What am I going to do better next time? Because right. if you don't ask those questions, right. you're going to stay in the same like go yeah. and not evolve. And that's what the idea or the integration of being conscious with what you say, what yep. you do and how you show up really applies to. Yeah. Yeah. And like, so I know for me, that's always been something I've been able to do is figure out yeah. my, my why, why I want to do certain things. So it's so second nature for me that when I hear people that like, don't know, it's like, how, like, yeah. but like, that's just the way that fortunately I'm wired where I don't even have to think about it. It's just what I think about on a daily basis. Yeah. Um, so like, you know, for me, that's why I started coaching CrossFit because I want to help people. That is a, at the end of the day, why I do what I do. Cause mm-hmm. I want to help people. So CrossFit was that avenue for me. Accounting was not cause I didn't have that. So I didn't feel like, Oh, this is something I want to do. This is now giving me another avenue because I can help people get into houses. Hopefully, I can help people later on. You know, like I told you before, like I want to start a Salem High scholarship. I want to help donate to different places in this community to help. Because for me, I would rather, yes, make more, but give more and not just keep it because that's just not how I see my life. That's not what I want. I don't want to just hoard things. I want to give back to people that have given to me and have given me opportunity. but again, I feel like I'm very fortunate for thinking like that, where a lot of people, yeah. like you said, it's just, we're going through the motions. Like people will end a job interview, not get the job and just be like, moving on to the next one, not think about, well, yeah. why didn't I get it? So yeah. that's amazing to me that people don't, that, that people don't do it. Yeah. Um, what, I don't say what question maybe, but like what topic do you think people struggle most with when they're trying to identify kind of whether who they are, why they're he- not why they're here, but like their purpose of, of of everything. Do you find that like there's one specific thing that people get stuck on or I think that maybe not like one thing in particular, but I think people get stuck on almost like their way of being. So yeah. like if you've lived your whole life in this like proving proving way of thinking like what you do is 
equivalent to who you are. Like it's really hard to see past that mm-hmm. um, to get to like, oh, I'm I'm valuable because like I have things to offer. So I think it's maybe not like a part of your life, but it's like how you show up. Mm-hmm. Some people have uh, more of like this like, you know, I guess protect energy where they actually stay small. And that was yeah. definitely part of myself that yeah. I'm like, this doesn't feel like who I am, but yet I keep showing up in this way of like mm-hmm. keeping myself small and like thinking I don't have a lot yeah. to offer. So <laughs> right, right. I think it's just deconstructing the way that people have been showing up and to show them the power of self re- self-reflection mm-hmm. and and personal responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a huge value add for you where you were in that you know, that feeling like oh, you're yeah. almost constrained and you got yourself out, but now yeah. you can sit there and be like, okay, you know, maybe your path is the same as mine. Totally fine. A lot of people's probably are very different, right? But yeah. I at least now have this experience where I can at least help guide because I've done it myself yeah. and I'm not just like, I don't know, a random person that just started a company. It was like, here you go. I can help you, right? Like you have actually gone yeah. through this process for yourself from everything that I've been hearing. Anyway, yeah, so, definitely. Uh, yeah. So, and I think that like you, you have to do the work. Like I would never teach this work if I didn't do it for myself. Mm-hmm. Like just being in, in integrity. Mm-hmm. And I think a misconception sometimes about coaching is that like, oh, I'm giving life advice, but I'm not giving life advice. Mm-hmm. I'm actually just asking you questions where you have the answers already within you, mm-hmm. but it's just finding that point where you can access that information and really listen to yourself. Mm-hmm. It's not always easy. Yeah. No, it's not. I think yeah. a lot of people are almost afraid to as well. Yeah. Where they like... Because it means change. It's change. Usually. If humans hate change. They yeah. hate it, hate it, hate it. So yeah, I, that doesn't shock me at all. Yeah. Um, but what is Elevate? That what what describe it? Yeah, so Elevate is a group coaching container where people literally just come to elevate their lives. So mm-hmm. people have different goals. Like I said, it's about getting the results you want. Some people it is about like that uh, confidence building, that overthinking. They want to get out of their own way. Some mm-hmm. people it's more tangible. They want to save money. They want to figure out what their why their relationship with money is stopping them. Yeah. And then I would say the third one is uh, about really about careers, enjoying their everyday life, mm-hmm. uh, finding fulfillment in their job, mm-hmm. and and how they show up. So I would say that those are like the three main areas. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's a virtual group, so we meet on. Once a week, and it's a coaching call, and yeah. there's also a lot of uh, videos and yep. course content around yeah. it as well. So yeah. learning the skills and actually applying them and integrating them through the coaching. Which is huge, right? I, I think I made a post like the second or third day of the year about New Year, New Me, and then everyone sets goals, everyone writes them down, and they just stare at them, right? So you can and, – and then I made one in my story where it's like you can read all the books you want, but until you uh, – yeah. you can read how to swim for days and months, but until you get in the water, you're never going to know how to swim, yeah. right? So and I think that's crucial that I'm uh, glad that you you know, you know integrate that of like actually doing what, yeah. we're, what we're coaching oh, yeah. here. It's in the action. Yeah. No more time <laughs> in the self-help aisle. Right. <laughs> get out there and do it. Right. Yeah. Right. So is it is it something where, you know, is there like specific – programs, I guess, like, you know, eight week cycles, 12 week cycles, or is it like just week to week, you come for as long as you need to. And then like, how does that work? So it's three months at a time. So that's like the minimum I'll work with someone just because I believe that if you have a new awareness about yourself, uh, I'm not going to go like send you off into the world and try to like figure it out on your own. It's important to integrate the work Mm -hmm. and, and really get 
what you came to me for because ultimately that's my job. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's also awesome because I equate it a little bit to like a nutrition coach, another coach. They don't just give you here's what to eat. Yeah. Like go, go do it. Right. So I think Mm -hmm. that's awesome that you stick with people as they're trying to like take the action because it's important. Yeah. And I'm sure, you know, as they go along, they're like, oh, this didn't work. Let's figure out why. Or like, you know, I did this, this, and this, it did work. How can we build that momentum? And then you can be there for that. It's not just, again, shooing people on their way. Thank you. (laughs) Like have a good day. Like like with new year's resolutions, like it's really about shifting the energy behind it. Like they don't work because you haven't become the person or shifted your energy Mm -hmm. for you to believe that that's the type of person you are to get that result. Right. And that doesn't right. happen in a week or two, even three months. Most yeah. people stay on for, for six months. So oh, that's sure. probably the average length of a client of mine is, is about six months. Yeah. yeah. And that's, again, that doesn't shock me because you're almost trying to rewire yourself, right? You're trying to rewire the brain to like think legitimately a different way and yeah. think into a new perspective. Um, and I was actually glad you said that because I was going to ask you how long, yes, three months is the minimum, but how long do you think people like on average stay on for you? But six months was yeah, that? Yeah, I, w- I would say six months. And if they want to go from a group container to working with me one-on-one. It's going to be a follow-up too. <laughs> it, can be, it can be a bit longer. Mm-hmm. So it kind of depends on like where you're starting and where you want to go. Some yeah. people, it's, the gap is a little bit smaller. Some people, it's a little bit bigger. They have bigger goals. They have bigger changes. Mm-hmm. So it is dependent on the person, but three to six months is like, is usually typical. Awesome. So what makes you different, right? I'm sure, I don't know how many life coaches there are out there, but I'm sure there's yeah. people, they do their research. They're so like trying to like figure out, you know, if I'm going to go to a life coach, like which one I'm going to go to. So what kind of sets Elevate and Sarah Buckley apart from other either life coaches or people in your industry? I love that question because I think that like coaching can be for everyone, but not every coach is for you. Mm-hmm. So I think that I, what makes me different is just being able to see possibility in every person. Like mm-hmm. I see so much in people that they might not be able to access it on their own, but my job is to not just inspire you, mm-hmm. but it's so you can see that you actually inspire yourself and right. that it comes from within you. Mm-hmm. That you, I don't believe anyone needs a coach as much as that might sound weird. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I believe that you already have what you need mm-hmm. and a coach allows you to bring out that highest potential. Right. So it's like this, I don't want to say like luxury, like, yeah. you know, but it's like this place where you get to show up and you get to be the highest version of yourself. Yeah. And I will bring that out in you. Mm-hmm. I will see that in you and you will, I will get you to where you want to be. Right. If it's really what you want. Right. So I think right. just that possibility, that expansion really makes me different and sets me apart from the relationships I have with my clients. Yeah. And I think the other thing is just this ability to show up as you are right now. Like there's no need to put on like an act of like, I got it figured out. I I don't need like, like almost like this armor that people have, like the the ego image of like who I am on the outside. Mm -hmm. It's like, I will provide that space for you. Like you don't need to be anybody. This is a space for you. Mm -hmm. And so many people don't have that space for themselves. So Mm -hmm. that is the value and the power and the impact that coaching can have on you. Yeah. Yeah. I think you hit it pretty spot on with what a coach is because- again, to equate it to like sports or CrossFit or really whatever in the fitness world, like a coach, the athlete has the ability or they don't at the end of the day, right? A coach can help get, you know, maybe a little bit more out of an athlete than what they have. But at the end of the day, if you're going to be a professional basketball player, like 
you're genetically born most people that way. There's obviously the few people that are underdogs their entire life, they make it, right? That happens. But a lot of people, they're like genetically from the time they touched a baseball bat or a golf club or walked into a gym, they just lifted more than people. They were yeah. faster. Like they're just naturally there, right? But you see all the time of athletes that have those ability but don't make it. Right, and I that I think that equates a lot to humans, where we have the ability to mm -hmm. to change and better ourselves. We maybe just don't know how to, or we don't want to. But yeah. you know, if you have a coach that literally pulls it out of you, yeah. you're forced to. <laughs> like yeah. so, and they think it goes back to just people don't like change at all. They're just afraid to like their whole life's going to go upside yeah. down yeah. And, until they realize it's actually better, probably on the other side. <laughs> like, yeah, and there's like a lot that goes into that, like. And, and that's some of the work that we get to do mm -hmm. together. So. so do you do like, you know, say post six months, let's say, like I'm a client of yours, I'm six months, I, all right, okay, feel great, like we'll, we'll go on. And then, you know, six months later, like are you following up at all or do you kind of leave it to the client, I guess? Like is there any like post, um, like post session stuff, I guess the wording would be? Yeah, so I have a community right now, so I have like, in a messenger app. So mm -hmm. anyone that joins Elevate stays in it. So they'll, they still have access to the community and the content. Mm -hmm. So like once you make the investment to work together, you stay in there. Mm -hmm. So I have stayed in touch through different, you know, workshops mm -hmm. or emails or just in the community. Mm -hmm. So I feel like if people want, are an active member in the community, then they will reach out like, hey, yeah. like XYZ, like want to work on this. Uh, but after that time together, there's not really a follow-up it's more so to their discretion of yeah. like hey i'm going through this like what do you think about this right. and like how could we work together like that yeah well that's awesome that you have the community too yeah right? it's Whether a huge they're, component they're in there. yeah um i know like through crossfit we have that but yeah. the power of that is like it's really huge and if you don't have that in an area of your life uh it brings such a value add yeah um, gotcha yeah and i think that that's the perfect word value add because that could also what makes you stand out right like even yeah. when we're done you're still here. Like, again, you're not just pushed off to the side yeah. and now we're moving on to other clients. It's oh, yeah. Like, no, 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 I'm like, you're I'm still cheering here. you on. Like, yeah. Like, I'm cheering you on from afar. Like, if we work together, right. like, I see you. Like, right. you got it. It's yeah. like an open door policy. Like, yeah. just whenever you want to come back in, like, just so, like, guess follow up to that. If, you know, they, they end the six months, they're still in a community. Do they have the option then, say, three months later, like, ah, I feel like I'm getting off track here. Like, can I come to, like, one or two online sessions? Like, I guess, how does that now work for people? So not right now, okay. and I, I don't think so. It's more so, like, if you think about the impact of, like, building relationships with mm -hmm. other people in the group, I, I keep that, like, very – I take that seriously. Mm -hmm. Like, people have, you know, built relationships, and they're on this journey. So mm -hmm. not just, like, here and there. If they wanted to come back and do another three months mm -hmm. because they're in a different phase of mm -hmm. their life, like, absolutely. But I definitely keep those, like, start date and end date in those three months, like – um that's good. You know, very clean there. Yeah, I I like that because you're holding a standard for yourself too. Where yeah. it's like, no, if we're gonna work together, this is what we're doing. Yeah. Right. Like, and I think that a lot of businesses don't don't do that. Yeah. Right. It's like they'll be like, well, you know, here's our principles, but okay, no, for this one, I'll, I'll take the exception because I want the client for two weeks. Yeah. And this one, like, but if you just stick to your to your principles and to yeah. your business model, like, 
that is showing maturity beyond what you probably think for business. Yeah. Because again, we see it a lot. I see a lot of self-employed buyers that you know they talk about businesses, and it's like, oh my god, like it's all over the place. Like you yeah. don't even you don't even know what the business is, right? So I think that shows a lot more maturity, and I think a lot of people that have gone through your program will understand that for sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah. so that's awesome. Is there anything else that you wanted to tell everyone, maybe about yourself, about Elevate, about life coaching, anything at all? Anything that we missed? I don't know. It feels pretty complete. Yeah, good. Yeah. Good. I just wanted to make sure I wanted to yeah. hit everything for you. So, guys, reach out to Sarah. Um, we'll put all your contact info below. We'll share it all uh, when we post it. So, we'll, we'll put your website, all your Instagram and social media stuff. Uh, do you want, if we could talk about it after, but like what phone number and like how to reach you, all that yeah. stuff. Um, so, we'll put all that contact below, even if it's just to get the conversation started to, yeah. you know, see if this is the right fit for you. Sarah's clearly awesome, right? She's, <laughs> She was born, well, not born, but she was, you know, after college, like we talked about that marketing, small business. She's really kind of uh, developed herself through this journey. So I'm very confident that she could help you uh, develop yourself through your journey and kind of help you through any phase of life that you needed. So thank you for coming on. We yeah. really appreciate it. And guys, thank you for listening. Make sure you like and subscribe and go follow Sarah everywhere. <laughs>